Hello, everybody. I am Drew Duncan. You guys are checking me out live on Block 50 Radio. Do not forget that Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is all at Drew Duncan Radio. Additionally, Block 50 Radio is online. And do not forget that Block 50 Radio is also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Plenty to get to. Obviously, we're going to be talking about last night games. Uh, Draymond Green, the whole situation is still taking shape. Boy, did I catch some hate on the internet. And, of course, we are going to be talking about games that are happening tonight. And then, of course, as the week begins to go on, then, of course, we will be talking about the NFL draft. Your team, who do they need? Who do you want them to get? What position do you think needs filled? Boy, did I catch some beef on the Internet last night. I got called all kinds of things that I can't even begin to say on the radio. Look, the point of what I was talking about with Draymond Green is simply this. There are so many people out there that are still in this 70s, 80s, 90s basketball was it. That's when it was real. The rivals were real. The guys are playing aggressive, tough basketball. They're so soft nowadays. You've got LaFlop out there. They bring up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the haymaker he threw after he caught a gut check. People talk about Christian Leitner. I hate Christian Leitner. Remember that? The Bulls and the whole Jordan rules and beating him up physically. And people brag about how MJ came back and he built up his body and he was able to take on the Pistons. See, we we talk about those things in reverence. But the minute Draymond Green sticks up for himself... Well, that's when the straw just breaks the camel's back, right? You know, let's not forget that Rodman wasn't exactly liked in his day. Let's not forget that people booed Muhammad Ali. Let's not forget that, unfortunately, until Kobe's passing, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, a lot of people would laugh at you if you put him in the discussion of Jordan and then Kobe. Now, all of a sudden, it's Jordan, then Kobe, then LeBron. We don't see greatness until greatness has passed us by. Why can't we enjoy it while we have it? And why can't we look at every situation individually? Do you honestly believe in your heart of hearts that what Draymond Green did was that inexcusable? People have been calling it a curb stomp, saying this ain't MMA, bro, et cetera, et cetera. Come on now. Shaq said it best. If Sabonis doesn't hold on to his foot, none of this even happens. A one-game suspension is way too much. And they admit it. The NBA said it was impartial due to the history. Well, let's talk about that history. The video that surfaced of Draymond Green, right? That video surfaced before the season even began. And the NBA did nothing. And I was back then saying, look, I'm not on Draymond's side, but you guys got to understand testosterone flies when men are grouped together and they are competitive. Things happen. You don't like it really in the end. It's just too damn bad now, isn't it? You see, the fact of the matter is simply this. Draymond Green stood up for himself against Sabonis. Now I know somebody's going to come back and say, well, he's got a bruised sternum. All that acting for a bruised sternum. Are we forgetting that Sabonis finished the game no problem? 
Are we forgetting that he was all smiles? Nobody thinks it's a little weird that that report came out right around the time the announcement for Draymond Green. It's almost like they were holding on to it. Nobody finds that timing a little bit funny. Come on now. I know you know better. You're not going to tell me that it's worth a one-game suspension and make me believe it. You're not going to tell me that Draymond wasn't partially in the right. I'm not saying what he did was 100% okay. What I am saying is, is what are you going to do when somebody's grabbing a hold of your foot and you're trying to get away? Go ahead, I'll wait. I mean, it just lets me know that there are a lot of people out there in today's society that will tolerate things that they shouldn't be tolerating. I'm not saying Draymond's not a dirty player. Draymond has a reckless history. But I'm just saying every situation needs to be looked at individually. You can't group everything together. I mean, what happened to F around and find out? Sabonis F'd around and he found out. I mean, that's really all there is to that. And I'm not going to spend really any more time on it because it's done. It's over with. As I said, Draymond Green not being available down the stretch of that game, I really believe it had an effect on the game. And now him not being there for game three is going to certainly have an effect on the game. You need him. You need his rebounds. You need his defense. You need the points that he provides. You need the assist game that he has. Draymond is a very well-rounded player. He doesn't get enough credit for the type of player that he is. And I'm really getting tired of people calling me a jock rider, all this other stuff. Look, man, if you think Draymond can't play basketball, then I'm just going to question your basketball IQ. And I'm not a Warriors bandwagon fan. I am a trained professional journalist, and I'm not Skip Bayless. I don't have any one way or the other feelings about really any team or any player. I'm not just going to stick up for somebody all the time. I've been on Draymond's head before, but this is just not a situation where I feel like he's 100% at fault. It started with Sabonis, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Moving on, last night, the Phoenix Suns, boy, that was a hell of a win. Uh, Russell Westbrook played a lot better offensively, uh, especially from what we saw in game one, air balls and everything else. Defensively, he spends too much time targeting KD. And I got to tell you, KD, despite the fact that Russ was in his face, played great basketball, especially at the beginning of that game. The start of that game was intense, man. Everybody was dialed in, laser focused. The Phoenix Suns, though, clearly had had enough, and Booker really shined. You know, they really played great basketball last night. And honestly, despite the final score not really being all that close, it was a better game than people give it credit for. There was just so much intensity in that game. You could feel it. You could see it. Everybody on that basketball court was literally playing as hard as they possibly could.
it could end up being the best series that we may get in these NBA playoffs. And I'm not even kidding. I mean, you look at what happened with the Knicks last night. My goodness, what a blowout. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I didn't know if they were going to win or not. But if they lost, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. You know, one of the things I talked about with the Knicks-Cavs game was, look, Donovan Mitchell's going to need other guys to step up, help him out, get some points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell didn't play his best game offensively, especially in the first half of that game. But, man, I'm telling you what, everybody else around him sure stepped up. And defensively, they were amazing. But where I talked about the most was the rebounding. And, you know, Mobley and company, they just out-hustled the Knicks on the boards. Yeah, I keep talking about it. It's basics. It's 101. It's really not difficult to understand the game of basketball. You rebound. You play good defense. You set up actual plays. And you use your defense and rebounding to create turnovers and fast break opportunities. That's exactly what the Cavs did. They literally controlled the game from beginning to end. For a while there, it was really close. But eventually, they just took over and they wore down the New York Knicks. They were out hustling them and there was nothing anybody could do about it. And I think mentally, not just physically, but mentally, they beat down the Knicks in that game. That's going to be a tough one to carry over if you're a New York Knick. To recover from that bad of a beating is going to be really difficult. Same could be said for Boston, Atlanta. That thing is, I tell you what, Boston right now is doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And that is showing that whoever they play against, especially in the first round, is just really light work. It's really light work. They are playing out of their minds. The thing I love the most about the Celtics, and I've talked about this, is they're not really a team, you know, that has mega stars. I mean, yeah, sure, you know, you could talk about you know, Brown and, you know, but I, I'm telling you what, they, they just play team basketball. They are calm, cold, and calculated. I mean, that really is the way to be. There, It should be a sweep. I said that before. It should be a sweep. I think it's going to be a sweep. And they're going to get to rest. They're going to get to rest because everybody else right now, you know, difficult times trying to put games away. Or teams away, I should say. You know, the whole idea behind the sweep is giving yourself time to rest and wait for the other guys to really wear themselves out in tough, tough series. Boston pretty much controls their own destiny right now. I got to tell you, for my money, I don't know that there's anybody that could take them. The Sixers, like I said, if they continue to play the way that they are, then that would be the only other team. The Knicks, I said, could make a run if they played great defense and they continued to rebound and out-hustle. That's just not going to happen playing the way that they did last night. And, and I know it's one game and, you, you know, you don't want to freak out, but 
Man, I'm telling you what, as a lifelong Knicks fan from the days of Oakley and Ewing and Starks, Mason, Harper, you know, I've, I've lived through a lot. Latrell Sprewell was about as good as it was going to get for us after, you know, that group was gone and really just haven't been a lot since. I love Carmelo Anthony. I'm a huge Syracuse fan. He did what he could with that basketball team. But I think by then, Mello was already burnt out, if I'm being honest. Dragging that team, kicking and screaming. Look, the point of the matter is right now, it is Boston's East, and I think the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be the team that can make a run. They're the only other team. And in terms of competing with anybody in the West, look, I don't think the West is really all that tough. I don't think the Lakers are that good. I don't want to hear about playoff LeBron. I just don't think the Lakers are that good. I think the Suns are very well balanced, and KD brings a really great element, regardless of all the hate that he gets. KD does bring an added dimension to any basketball team that he's on times 10. There's nothing he can't do defensively, offensively. There's literally nothing he can't do. One of the best free throw shooters in all basketball. That makes him even more deadly than people even really give him credit for. The idea of the free throw is so simple. Yeah, it's just not a thing really anymore. And Kevin Durant, is that the guy you really want on the line if you're the opposing team? Hell no. So the fact of the matter is, when I look at the West, I think to myself, maybe the Suns, the Warriors are in deep water. They're not getting out. If they do, I will be thoroughly surprised, but I I just don't see it. They've never been down 0-2 before in the entire time that they've had Steph Curry there. And I think it, it could be a sweep situation, especially without Draymond Green being there. Memphis and John Morant and the injury, you know, they were probably the best team, but the way he came down, I, I just, I don't know. The bottom line is, is, the East could be the new dominant power. You got Giannis over there. You've got Embiid over there. I just really feel like if it's Philly or Boston, I I don't know who in the West can really compete with them right now. Matchups are a thing. Kept it short and sweet today, guys. My name is Drew Duncan. We're live on Block 50 Radio. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is all at Drew Duncan Radio. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is all Block 50 Radio. We're online, block50radio.com. Do not forget that we are wherever you are listening to podcasts, Deezer, iTunes, etc. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, we are there. Simply tell your device to play Block 50 Radio. In the meantime, everybody stay safe.
and take care of yourselves.